We are live right now, man, in a brand new FTJ Studios overlooking the beautiful city of Palms, a.k.a. Las Vegas. It's your host, Addison, man. Welcome to a brand new edition of From the Jump, man. We are live on this Sunday night, free agency edition. Free agency edition, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, are we in the house or what? Brooklyn, are we in the house or what? Look, I know I'm a Golden State Warriors fan, and I know that, that, that Kevin Durant just broke up the dynasty, but look. Now I got two teams. Everybody been calling my phone. Everybody been texting me. Yo, how you feeling? What's the look? I got two teams now. I got the Golden State Warriors as a West Coast team, and I got the Brooklyn Nets as my East Coast team right now. And I'm gonna go ahead out on a limb and say, when this team is completely healthy, they will be the 2021 World Champions. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that right now. But we'll get into the show. We'll get into the predictions. We'll get into all of that because we got a lot to unpack. A lot of moves just transpired. A lot of moves just happened. But we got a lot to unpack on today's show. A lot of moves transpired. As we all know, Kevin Durant was the biggest domino to fall. Kyrie Irving. But there was a lot of other dominoes that fell behind those guys as well. But starting off today's show, we'll start off talking about the Toronto Raptors. We'll give props where the props is due. Uh, we got to give Toronto credit. They, they were the best team in the NBA all year long. I think last offseason when Masai Yuri made that trade for DeMar DeRozan, I believe he was clear. I believe he had two things in mind. Ultimately, he wanted to be able to keep Kawhi Leonard and make a move for a top five player in the NBA. But also, he wanted to win a championship. He saw a void in the Eastern Conference that LeBron James left. Boston clearly had chemistry issues. And as a result, they weren't able to overcome that in the playoffs. Milwaukee wasn't ready yet. So as a result, the Toronto Raptors basically were already a team poised to compete for a championship. I mean, again, this was a team that has went to the Eastern Conference Finals before, that has been swept, that's been to the second round. So this is a team that has been through the fire in the Eastern Conference. And ultimately, only person was in their way was LeBron. No LeBron, traded for Kawhi Leonard the first year they won the championship. Shouts out to the Toronto Raptors. And again, I, I think the NBA season gave us exactly all what we wanted to see. I mean, again, it gave us parity. None of us thought that in the middle of the season, LeBron James was going to tear his groin and then he was going to ultimately miss the entire season. None of us thought at the beginning of the year Giannis was going to win the MVP, even though we had inclinations and even though we were putting him in that conversation, none of us thought in the beginning of the year Giannis was going to win it. I thought personally Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, and or potentially Anthony Davis was going to win the MVP this year. That was Those are my picks in the beginning of the year to win the MVP this season. And granted, I mean, I I didn't think Giannis was the MVP of the season. But again, you know, when you have a season like he had this past season, you got to give Giannis credit and give him respect. But Kevin Durant signing with the Brooklyn Nets was important. It was a huge move. Not only did he pick the Nets over the Knicks, but he picked the Nets over the Golden State Warriors. Now, of course, the Golden State Warriors could offer him the complete max five-year, $221 million deal. And you turn that down? And you also turned down the Knicks, who didn't even offer him the max because they felt like he was injury prone, to go play with the Brooklyn Nets. Tells us that you wanted to go play with your homies. And at the end of the day, I'm not mad at that. Kevin Durant proved to us already that he's the best player in the league. He didn't gave us two championships, two finals MVPs. He's given us that already. So I don't need to debate that anymore. This isn't the era of guys winning six and seven championships. The NBA isn't constructed that way. Because of the salary cap and because of the fact that you, okay, you can have a super team, but you're only able to cap two or three guys. And we're seeing that with the Brooklyn Nets. The reason why this is able to work is because of the fact that both of those guys took less money so that they could ultimately play for the Brooklyn Nets. And then not only that, 
They took less money so that DeAndre Jordan could also come and get paid as well, which I thought was admirable because, again, DeAndre Jordan probably could go somewhere and get that $40 million elsewhere. Probably could even get more. But the fact that they all chose less money to go play with Brooklyn lets me know that this isn't about winning championships. This isn't about being the best players. on it. This is about playing with my friends and enjoying the game. These guys aren't going to play basketball to their 43, 44. These guys don't have the burning desire like Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley and those old heads that had that burning, passionate desire to play the game. Like, yeah, they like playing the game, but they also rap. They also go bowling. They also feed their dogs at night, right? They got a lot of other stuff going on. They're not just NBA players anymore. So you have to respect that. And as a, as a, as a supporter of Kevin Durant, I'm one of the ones that was an advocate. Like, I felt like if you don't want to be in Golden State, don't be there. Don't be there where you don't want to be, period. That's just the bottom line. And I felt like Golden State gave him all that he needed and the tools that he needed to go forward. He made him a champion. I don't think he wins a championship without Golden State, and I don't think Golden State wins championships without Kevin Durant. So they kind of both needed each other, and I never really felt like Kevin Durant really bought in to the program, the same thing for Kyrie Irving. I never really felt like Kyrie Irving bought into the program of the Celtics. He kind of said the right things, right? If you'll have me back, I'll reset. He said all the right things and all the nice things, but in theory, Kyrie Irving really never bought in. So as a result, it kind of gave him leeway when he made the decision to leave. Well, I didn't really buy all the way in, so technically I was never really a Celtic true at heart. We're seeing with Klay Thompson, who I'm sure is probably going to sign that five-year extension with the Golden State Warriors is a warrior for life. Why? Because this is the team that drafted him. And not only that, he's in one of the best backcourting pairs I believe that we've ever seen play in the NBA, at least at least in my lifetime that I've seen play in the NBA. So when we look at the NBA now, it's a different league and it's okay. Kevin Durant is going to play with the Nets. LeBron went to go play with the Lakers. Anthony Davis is now in the Lakers. Guys are changing teams. It's okay. It's international now. The TV revenues, the salary caps, this stuff is rising every single year, which is why it's giving the guys flexibility to be able to make different moves and be able to travel. But now getting to the other notable free agent moves out here, because again, this won't be a long episode. We'll just kind of just keep it short and brief. Again, I don't have any big reaction to it because it all kind of happens really fast. They kind of tell you the information on Twitter. So it's no longer a surprise once the day comes and once the announcement came, because Woj then already told you. Sham Shenard and already told you. Shout out to Chris Hayes, but Chris Hayes and already told you. So it kind of takes the excitement away from this year's free agency. And I'm not even going to lie to you. I've been waiting on NFL since the NBA season has been done. I've been waiting like, yo, can football please come back? Because basketball, I know the whole offseason was going to be about where Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving was going. And now we're playing the waiting game with Kawhi Leonard to see where he's going to go which is sounding more and more like either the Lakers or the Clippers. But again, he could potentially go back to play with the Toronto Raptors. But other free agent moves that happened that transpired, J.J. Reddick signed a two-year, $26.5 million deal to go play with the New Orleans Pelicans. And again, this is just a move that lets us all know that he wants to go play with a young team. He sees a team down there in New Orleans building something, Zion Williamson, Duke Connection. Kimber Walker, as we all know, is signing a four-year, $141 million max contract to join the Boston Celtics. And I think this is a good move for the Celtics. And I also think this is a good move for Kimball Walker. For Kimball Walker, one, he's a winner. He's a champion. He's a guy that came from UConn. He's a guy that is used to competing for championships when he was in college. Got to the league. Made the playoffs a couple of times. But Charlotte has been irrelevant in the East. 
compared to the Toronto Raptors, compared to a team like the Brooklyn Nets that have been to the playoffs and have had free agents, compared to a team like the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks. Charlotte is kind of that last team. So, again, Kimball Walker decided at this point in his career that he wants to go and he wants to go play for the Boston Celtics, I think is huge. And I also think it's huge for the Celtics because they weren't going to be able to get Anthony Davis. Al Horford was walking. Kyrie Irving had just left. Now, of course, you would have then handed the keys to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. But I think adding Kimball Walker is adding a player who is championship level hungry right now. Like all the other young guys, they're hungry right now. They experienced it. They've been through the fire. And I think when you add a guy like, and I think when you add a guy like Kimball Walker, as I said, who has competed in college championships and at this point in his career wants to compete for NBA championships and also wants to be considered one of the top point guards in the league. This is the move that you got to do. He saw Kyrie leave, but also I'm sure he probably saw what it was able to do for Isaiah Thomas a couple years back in Brad Stevens' system. So again, Kimber Walker going to the Celtics is a good move. I don't know if this makes them Eastern Conference contenders just yet because, again, we want to see what Kawhi Leonard does. If Kawhi Leonard comes back to the Raptors, the Raptors are still the best team in the East. It's just not even close. But if he goes out West... The Celtics instantly become the team to beat in the East. Other notable free agent moves, Derrick Rose is signing a two-year, $15 million deal to join the Detroit Pistons. And I think this is a good move for Derrick Rose. This is a Midwest guy, a guy, of course, Chicago ties. So him playing in Detroit is kind of even better. Imagine if you were from the Midwest, if you were a Chicago kid or a Detroit kid, and you got to go play for the Bulls and also the Pistons, two almost iconic franchises in those regions. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. Shout out to Derrick Rose. Um, for playing for the Detroit Pistons and the Chicago Bulls. That's like big time coming from the Midwest. Uh, other breaking news, Al Farouk Amino has signed a three-year, $29 million deal with the Orlando Magic. Terrence Ross is signing a four-year, $54 million deal to return back to the Orlando Magic. Jeremy Lamb will be traded to the Indiana Pacers. Also being traded to the Indiana Pacers is Malcolm Brogdon from the Milwaukee Bucks, and they will be also sending over a first and two second round picks. Uh, I'm trying to see what other notable moves. Of course, Tobias Harris, the five-year, $180 million contract, two returns to the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, now, personally, this move puzzled me. I'm not going to lie to you. This move was one of the moves that puzzled me only because of the fact that I thought that Jimmy Butler was going to be their piece that they were going to go all in on. But I believe that Tobias Harris, from the moment they traded for him, I think this was the guy that they wanted the entire time. Now, with this five-year, $180 million contract, this is the moment when Tobias Harris has to take his game to the next level. And we want to see if Tobias Harris takes his game to the next level. Last year, I felt like in the playoffs, he kind of shrunk. He kind of fell behind Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. He kind of fell behind that roster. And now with adding Josh Richardson, you're adding instant scoring and you're also adding Al Horford. It's going to make that lineup crowded. And again, for a guy like Tobias Harris who needs the ball in his hands to get going, to create shots, this is going to be interesting to see if he'll be able to live up to this $180 million contract. Because, again, Philly just paid, paid, I'm talking paid, Tobias Harris for a guy who ain't averaging 30. But, again, we'll see what he does with the Philadelphia 76ers. Also signing with the Philadelphia 76ers is Al Horford on a four-year, $109 million deal. Coming over from the Celtics, this is a move that shocked me. But Al Horford is a guy that probably sees, look, the Sixers are a young team, ready to go right now, championship level. Let me go see what I can do. And for the next four years, this is not a bad deal, if you ask me. 
Taj Gibson has agreed to a two-year, $20 million deal with the New York Knicks. Also, Julius Randle has agreed to a three-year, $63 million deal with the New York Knicks. Also, DeAndre Jordan, as mentioned earlier, is signing a four-year, $40 million deal with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, let's see, who else? What other big free agent sign? Of course, as we all know, D'Angelo Russell has agreed to a sign and trade, basically trading Kevin Durant for D'Angelo Russell, right? I mean, I think this is what the NBA is trying to mark it up to be, right? Like, instead of Kevin Durant just leaving the Golden State Warriors and signing with the Nets, they're trying to make it this sign and trade. But the sign and trade, I believe, will go through once the league opens up. Andre Godala is on the move as well, headed to the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, the Warriors are sending a 2024 protected first-round pick um, and a 2025 protected first-round pick and also a 2026 unprotected first-round pick. Now, this is a move that shocked me as well. But again, I think Dollar knew the writing was on the wall. And I'm sure probably after that Breakfast Club interview, he said a few things that probably didn't go over well with the Golden State staff. And given, albeit his salary at this point, you know, he knew probably he was going to be the first one to go. But I think Dollar kind of finessed the system. He was able to get three rings, kind of came close to a fourth one this year. Kevin Durant doesn't get injured. I think they win four rings, you know, but hey. Sometimes it happens like that. Sometimes you got to get in while the getting is good and get out when it's time to get out. Um, another big move that Wojnowski is reporting, Bobby Portis has signed a two-year, $31 million deal with the New York Knicks. Now, again, New York Knicks are retooling. They got all that money that they had to spend. So, of course, they had to unload the cap. But another trade that just happened, I literally just saw this just now. Um, Hassan Whiteside will be headed to the Portland Trailblazers for Mo Harkless. And Miles Leonard, oh, wow, this is a, a a big trade. But I'm sure this is probably the Miami Heat moving on from Hassan Whiteside, probably from an era that, you know, thought maybe he could be the next dominant big man in the league. But we're seeing clearly that centers, I'm not going to say are obsolete, but that 20 and 11 just really doesn't have any impact on the game. Also, another free agent move right now, Austin Rivers has agreed to a two-year deal to return back to the Houston Rockets. Seth Curry has reached an agreement deal with the Dallas Mavericks. A lot of free agent moves transpiring, a lot of guys moving to different places. And this is the part that we love about the NBA season. We love that, that guys get to change teams and change jerseys. Because, you know, they're going to look a lot different on 2K. Which, by the way, shout out to Anthony Davis, who will be the cover athlete of this year's NBA 2020. Um, and I believe Dwayne Wade will be on the Legend Edition of NBA 2K as well. So, man, shout out to both of them guys uh, for being on the cover of 2K. But as I said earlier, those are the free agent moves that have transpired so far. The biggest ones have been Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And like I said about the Kevin Durant move, I don't think it was a bad move. I don't think this move was like, a, oh, man, you have to compete for championships every year. I think this move was, I want to go play with my friends. This was one of those moves that, you know, he saw that there was a window and there was a space and opportunity to do so, and he took it. And by all means, this is what everybody wanted. Everybody wanted parity again. Everybody wanted the league to be even. Everybody wanted Kevin Durant to go play in the Eastern Conference. This is a guy from Maryland, so relatively, not hometown, but like relatively close to the hometown, if you will. Um, and like I said, most importantly, he's able to play with Kyrie Irving and also DeAndre Jordan. I guess apparently two of his friends, close friends in the NBA. So like I said, man, a lot of big moves happening. Of course, we will definitely keep you updated on all the other moves that will be transpiring throughout the NBA free agency. Man, it's so good to be back with you, man. I feel like we've been gone forever. Forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, ever. But it's only just been a couple of weeks, man. But definitely tap in with your boy on socials at Who Addison, man. I follow everybody back on all of those. 
Um, definitely keep tapping in. Like I said, we're going to definitely keep pressing play on these. Uh, it's free agency time. NFL seasons will be back. College football will be back. So we definitely will be back with the podcast. Definitely be back on YouTube. So definitely be tapped into us on there. But it's your boy, man. E, we signing out.